Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Improve Me, the podcast designed to improve you. If you haven't already listened to my one-minute introduction to the podcast, you should be aware that none of my skills or qualifications are in the field of science. I love all aspects of science, but neuroscience has become my favourite niche in the science world. Whilst I know a lot about the podcast content, I do tonnes of research for each episode to ensure that what I know hasn't been superseded by newer or more recent research. It's important to me that I'm providing accurate information and to make that information as easy to digest as possible. I consider myself a layperson in science, and essentially all my knowledge comes from personal research and study. I've been studying different branches of science for the past 30 years or so, and the one thing you can definitely count on is that I'll always do my best to provide accurate and interesting information. Alright, disclaimer over, let's start the episode for today. Today we're going to be talking about gaslighting, and I didn't really want to get into something this heavy so soon into the series. But it is a pretty serious problem in society and I think we really need to shine a spotlight on it because a lot of people are probably dealing with this whether they know about it or not. So you've probably heard this term floating around and a lot of the time it not, might not be getting used correctly. So what is it and who's doing it? Most commonly you'll find it happening in a romantic relationship but anyone can be a gaslighter in any social situation or interaction. Gaslighters will more commonly be men against women, but women can also be gaslighters. Obviously men can gaslight men and women can gaslight women too. It's a weird term, so what are the origins of gaslighting? The term came from a play in 1938 called Gaslight, where a husband continually makes subtle changes in the home environment and then denies doing so when his wife questions him about it. It's more commonly known to have started from the movie Gaslight, and that was based on the original play. In the movie, the husband keeps dimming the gas lighting around the home, and as you probably guessed, he denies doing it. The motive was to essentially get his wife committed to an insane asylum so he could get access to her money or inheritance. It was financially motivated, I guess is my point. Anyway, psychologists use the term gaslighting, and they refer to a very specific type of manipulation where the gaslight is trying to get someone else or even a group of people to question their own reality, their memory, or basically anything that they perceive. According to psychologists, it's a pretty serious problem in society today. So what are some examples of gaslighting? Well, the first thing you want to understand is that gaslighting is abuse. Gaslighting happens when an abuser tries to control a victim by twisting their sense of reality. 
So an example of gaslighting would be a partner doing something abusive or really doing anything and then denying that it happened. So gaslighters, they might also try to convince their victims that they're mentally unfit or just way too sensitive. It does appear like most forms of abuse that men are more likely to gaslight than women, but there are definitely women out there who gaslight. So why do people gaslight? One of the most common reasons people gaslight is to gain power over others. It, it's pretty much a simple power play. So this need for domination might stem from narcissism, some sort of antisocial personality, or some other mental disorder. Now this can stem from someone's childhood and very often does if they've experienced abuse as a child. And this very often, but obviously not always, can result in a mental disorder. Like most cases of abuse, gaslighting is about control. You might think this sounds exactly like narcissism and there's definitely some overlap, but whilst narcissists will almost certainly use gaslighting as one of their favourite tools, a gaslighter isn't automatically a narcissist. So what's narcissistic gaslighting? Well, as you're probably guessing, narcissistic gaslighting is usually pretty serious and often goes hand in hand with narcissistic abuse. And it's a tactic that's used by people who have the intention of manipulating, exploiting and abusing you. Now, if this is starting to sound like someone that you've previously dated or someone that you're currently dating, you should know that statistically speaking, it's very commonly used by cheaters and abusers. Because all they're trying to do really is to gain the upper hand. Their whole motivation is to be in control. So what are some gaslighting tactics? Gaslighting is a malicious power play tactic where the gaslighter tries to force someone to believe their reactions, their perceptions, their memories, or anything they believe are not just mistaken, but completely and utterly wrong. They'll make out like what you're saying is so ridiculous that you now technically qualify as being crazy. They'll consistently chip away at your confidence until your confidence is rock bottom and essentially zero. Whilst this is usually very intentional, it can also be done subconsciously. It's definitely not as common, but it, it can and does happen. Some gaslighters don't know that they're gaslighting and are largely unaware of how their behavior is affecting another person. But having said that, most gaslighters are very well aware of what they're doing and it's done absolutely with intention and completely without remorse. Yeah, that's pretty significant, without remorse. Just think about that for a minute. If you're being abused by someone who's doing it deliberately and they show no remorse for the way they've treated you, you're in a really bad situation and you should be planning to get away from that as soon as humanly possible. I know there's going to be situations where you can't just simply leave and that might be because you live with the gaslighter, there might be kids involved, there's probably going to be a financial angle, but what you should be trying to do is coming up, come up with an exit strategy. So a gaslighter is insecure. Absolutely, they absolutely are. Narcissists and gaslighters are ultimately insecure and they can be very thin-skinned and often lack confidence. So whilst they're really good at dishing it out, they're usually pretty shit at taking it. And to counteract this lack of confidence, they're going to project a false or exaggerated version of themselves. So most narcissists will try to impress others by making themselves look good and they'll do that by bragging about literally anything at all. So how do you outsmart a gaslighter? You can show up to a discussion with a mountain of evidence. You can have videos, recordings, whatever. A gaslighter will still find a way to deflect or minimize and just straight up deny, even though you're holding the evidence in your hand. The best way to outsmart a gaslighter is to just disengage. It's far more worth your while to just walk away with your perception intact. Don't allow them to influence you. And if you can't disengage, for example, if you live with the gaslighter, 
you know, how do you fight gaslighting in that situation? You know, if you're stuck there, what can you do? Well, here are some tips for responding and taking back control. The first thing you want to do is make sure that it really is gaslighting. Gaslighting isn't always easy to recognize, especially early on, because it very often starts out really small and seemingly insignificant comments and behaviors. True gaslighting will develop into a repeated pattern of manipulation. And the person gaslighting you generally wants you to doubt yourself and depend on their version of reality. So just because someone who offers a different opinion than yours, even in a rude or critical way, that isn't necessarily gaslighting. People can have different opinions and they can be jerks about expressing those opinions. It doesn't make them a gaslighter. People sometimes are just convinced of their own knowledge and insist they're right, even when the evidence suggests otherwise. If someone says, you're wrong, I know what I'm talking about, it might not necessarily be polite, but it isn't gaslighting if they're not trying to manipulate you. People can also gaslight unintentionally. Gaslighters love power, so it's not uncommon for them to seek out employment as managers or in a position of authority. If you've ever gone to a gaslighter boss or manager with a legit complaint or concern, you might hear them say something like, oh, I don't have time to listen to this. Or they might say, you know, don't you think you're overreacting? These aren't particularly helpful responses, but it's not confirmation that the other person is trying to manipulate you. Maybe they're just lazy or they might not be particularly good at their job. So when determining whether someone is trying to gaslight you, take note of your feelings and not just their actions. Then you want to create some space from, from the situation. It's understandable that you're going to experience a lot of strong emotions when dealing with gaslighting, and you might feel anger or frustration, you might be worried, you might feel sadness or even fear. But these feelings and any others, they're all completely valid, so try not to let them guide your immediate response or reaction. Remaining calm can help you handle the situation way more effectively. You might want to deny what the person trying to gaslight you has said because, you know, after all, it's completely untrue. But, you know, they might not back down in that event and then, you know, your distress can actually encourage them to keep on trying. You know, they're going to continue to try to manipulate you. Keeping calm can also help you focus on the truth, making it less likely that their false version of events is going to sway your confidence in yourself. So try to get some physical space. Suggest taking a break and revisiting the topic later. Try, you know, go for a walk or step outside briefly, you know, so you can clear your mind and, and refocus. You could even say to them, I'm just going to take a quick walk or I'm getting a glass of water. But we can revisit this later on. If you can't physically leave, try to do some meditation or some breathing exercises and that will help calm you down. A really good exercise to ground yourself is with a photo, an object, or some sort of visualization exercise. Maybe try repeating an affirming mantra. And your, your affirmation should be a declaration that either complements who you are as a person or it confirms who you want to be. So you could say something like, I am grateful. I'm proud of myself. I welcome all forms of positivity in my life. I'm free to be myself. I choose to radiate happiness and love. I have the power to create change. Now, I know that might sound a little bit hippie for some people, but why should your words hold less value than someone else? If you say these things to yourself and mean it, you're strengthening your ability to resist gaslighters. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Right, you're going to want to collect in, uh, evidence. Documenting your interactions with someone who's trying to gaslight you can help you keep track of what's really happening. So when they deny a conversation or event took place, you can go back and check the truth for yourself. And a few suggestions would be to take screenshots of texts and emails, take photos of something that might have been damaged or broken, note down dates and times of conversations, and summarize your conversations with direct quotes where possible. And if you can, use your phone to record conversations. But just remember, depending where you are in the world, you know, the law may uh, prevent you from doing that, right? If, you know, you might not be able to record another person without consent, and you'll probably find that even that's not a black and white rule. So, for example, it might be legal to record someone on your own private property, but illegal to do it in a public space. And there might be laws that prevent you from using these recordings if you ever need to seek legal assistance. But if nothing else, you have the proof that you can share with others about the situation. So this would be handy if you've brought this up before where a friend, you know, you, you've sought out a friend to get some support and they thought you're exaggerating the situation. Because it's not always safe to confront abuse in person, but having the proof can go a long way towards restoring your peace of mind and supporting your own emotional well-being. Because when you know the truth, you're not going to question or doubt yourself. And this alone can help boost confidence and make it easier to handle the gaslighting going forward. So taking notes is especially good evidence in a workplace situation of gaslighting. Just make sure that you keep your notes on paper or on your own personal phone, because if you have a company phone or company computer, you know, your, your bosses may have access to those devices. So store them in a safe place and where possible, keep them with you. I mean, if you're a highly anxious person, documenting gaslighting might lead to an increase in feelings of anxiety. So remember to step back every now and then and you know, just try to unwind a little bit. And it's also important to speak up about the behavior. Gaslighting works because it confuses you and it shakes your confidence. If you can show that that behavior doesn't bother you, the person trying to gaslight you might decide that it's just not worth the effort. 
And in addition to the lies and misdirection, gaslight is often involves you know, criticism and insults. So calling these out calmly and politely shows that you won't accept the behavior. So don't be afraid to speak up since making others aware of the situation gives them more incentive to leave you alone. I mean, if I was in an office environment, and I'm you know, obviously not anymore, but if I was in an office environment and someone was trying to gaslight me, I'd, I'd be like, whoa, hang on a sec, let's just get another opinion. And I'd be, you know, I'd say, hey, you know, so-and-so, can you come over here for a minute? And I'd get a third party just to, to sit in on that conversation. And I'd go back to the gaslighter and say, okay, you know, just repeat what you just said. And it, it's, it's likely that they won't, or at least they won't want to. Yeah, they might, they might change what they said. And, and if they do, call them out. Tell them that's not what you just said. They might try and disguise insults as jokes or backhanded compliments or say, you know, I'm only trying to help. <laughs> but if they say they were joking, ask them to explain the joke because you don't understand why it's a joke. And this also might help them realize that these strategies just aren't going to work on you. So say a co-worker in your department makes a flippant remark implying that you don't do your fair share of work. You could respond with something like, actually, I've completed my work for today. And if you like, you can come over here and review it with me right now. Chances are they're going to back down. And also, chances are they're probably not going to do it again. Or, you know, they'll think twice at least, you know. So you also want to remain confident in your version of events. Everyone is going to remember things a little differently and how things happened on various occasions. And you might wonder to yourself, you know, what if it really did happen the way they said? Don't give in to that urge to question yourself because that's exactly what they want. They want you to doubt reality. So misremembering typically involves small details like, you know, a color of a shirt or, you know, which people were in the room at the time. Your brain isn't going to typically fabricate entire memories. Now, if you're, if you're remembering something clearly and they flat out deny your memory, that's gaslighting. You know what happened, so repeat it calmly with confidence. Showing them any proof you have could help encourage them to back down, but it might not have any impact at all. And you know, if they continue challenging you, don't get drawn into conflict because arguing can lead to further tension and that can put you in a position where you're more vulnerable to manipulation. So refusing to argue is going to protect you and maintain, you know, help you maintain control over the situation. You might say something like, well, it looks like we remember things differently, but I'm not going to argue about it. Avoid further discussion by changing the subject or just leaving the room. Now, you're going to want to also focus on some self-care. And taking care of your physical and emotional needs probably won't do anything directly to address the gaslighting, but a bit of self-care can still make some meaningful differences by improving your own state of mind. Worrying about gaslighting and its potential impact on your job or relationships can creep into all parts of your life and that's going to make it tough to find pleasure even in your favorite things. But if you can dedicate some time for relaxation and wellness practices, you can improve your physical and mental health and that's going to help you feel stronger, more capable, more confident of facing challenges in your daily life. And you're probably thinking, well that's great, but you know, what can I specifically do? Okay, well, let's look at some strategies to try and improve well-being. Okay, spend some time with family and friends. The reason that sounds so simple is because it is. Spending quality time with people that you love and care about and who love and care about you, of course that's going to have a positive effect on your mindset. And it's so easy, right? You're going to want to remind yourself of your accomplishments and your strengths. This will help build up a resistance to gaslighting tactics. 
And you're gonna to wanna to try and do this every day if possible. You wanna practice daily affirmations. And if you're already doing this, you know, share, share these affirmations that you use on the Facebook page. It's not up and running yet. I'm gonna try and get that done in the next few weeks. So at the moment, it's the future Facebook page. But when that's up and running, you know, share your affirmations, help, you know, help everyone out. And you're gonna to wanna to make time for hobbies. If you ever felt like you're stuck in a cycle where all you're doing is living to work, hobbies can be a great way to get you out of that mental rut and give you something positive to focus on and something to look forward to. And I can definitely speak to this personally, meditation. I'm the sort of guy who would never have imagined meditating. So this is, you know, for me personally, pretty huge. I meditate for 10 minutes a day. And since I've been doing it, I feel so much better, so much more focused and a lot more calm. Physical activity is also going to help. And it, I mean, physical activity is good for your, for your health, obviously. Everyone knows that. But exercise can also serve as an outlet for tension and stress. Uh, you know, if you go for a long run or an intense workout class, that's going to help drain some of those upsetting emotions that come up in response to gaslighting. So physical activity, just like meditation, it's really great for brain health. And I'll have to do a whole podcast on that as well. So exercise can also help you get better sleep. So if, you know, if you're worrying about gaslighting, um, if that's started to interfere with your rest or your sleep, regular activity can also have some benefits there as well. And what you want to do is involve others. You might worry that, you know, talking to other people about the situation is going to lead to drama. But when dealing with gaslighting, it's important to get support from people that you trust. Seeking input from different people in your life can help reinforce that you aren't confused, you're not crazy, and you don't have issues surrounding memory. Your support network of friends or family might feel upset on your behalf, but they're still gonna have some emotional distance from the situation, so they aren't directly involved, and that's gonna be really beneficial to lean on them for support. And that's also gonna make it a lot easier for them to offer an unbiased perspective or opinion. Plus, you're gonna get genuine support from people that you trust. So when ongoing gaslighting happens at work or in any other social situation, try to avoid being alone with that person where possible. It's also better to limit your contact with them full stop, but if you have to meet with them, bring someone neutral that you trust and ask them to just listen in on the conversation. And you know, reiterate to them that you're not asking them to take sides, you just want them to observe what's happening. You want them to observe and listen in the way this person is interacting with you. Someone trying to use gaslighting tactics will typically have a hard time manipulating more than one person. And finally, seek, seek professional support. If someone's gaslighting you, it doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. Emotional abuse is often difficult to confront, so talking to a therapist is always a good first step. And I think in society as a whole, we really need to get the word out that speaking to a therapist is normal and beneficial. I think there's still a lot of stigma surrounding mental therapy, and it's really got to end. I mean, if I needed therapy, I wouldn't hesitate and I wouldn't have a problem telling people. It's smart to engage a professional who's acquired skills that you don't have. You know, if you need, if you need to rewire your house, you're not going to do it yourself, right? You don't know how to do it and you're probably going to have dramas if you try. So you're going to call in an expert who knows what they're doing, right? You know, someone that has spent years and years and years studying stuff that you don't know, they're obviously going to be in a better position to help you, right? So call a professional. Now, at the same time, I can still remember when talking to a therapist or a psychologist meant you were crazy, like in the literal sense. And we've come a long way since those days, but that stigma is still out there. 
So if you know someone that's in therapy, support them in that decision, right? So if you're starting to wonder if you're being gaslit, listen to the following and see if any of the following phrases sound familiar. You must be going crazy. That's not what happened. You don't know what you're talking about. You're imagining things. There's no need to be so sensitive. I was only joking. If someone in your life often says things like this to you, you might be experiencing gaslighting. Gaslighting generally refers to intentional attempts to manipulate you into doubting your feelings, your perception of events, or your reality in general. Someone trying to gaslight you typically wants to confuse you and make you doubt yourself and make it more likely that you'll go along with what they want. So these people gaslighting in a romantic relationship don't really want a partner as such, they want a puppet. Someone who's gonna go along with everything they say and do what they're instructed to do. And you know, some broader examples of gaslighting, you know, they'll trivialize. They'll minimize your feelings and suggest that your emotions don't matter or accuse you of overreacting. They're gonna counter. So they're gonna question your memory. They're gonna make up new details or deny that something happened at all. And to me, that's just the craziest one of all. Denying something happened that you know happened. That's ridiculous. Um, Now, I have to say, before I had this knowledge, I might have actually fallen for that one. When I'm in a romantic relationship, I love pretty hard, and especially in the early honeymoon period. So if I'd been gaslit in that way, I might doubt my own memory, because previously, prior to now, I wouldn't have been able to comprehend that someone would even, you know, would even do that to someone that they allegedly cared about or even loved. And even now, just thinking about it, it just blows my mind that, you know, that can even exist, right? So... Um, They're also going to withhold. So they'll brush off your attempts to have a discussion or they're going to accuse you of trying to confuse them. And see, that's what they do. They, They switch it around. So what they're doing to you, they're actually going to accuse you of doing it to them, right? They're going to, um, they're going to divert. So when you bring up a concern about their behavior, they're going to change the subject or they're going to turn it back on you and suggesting that you're making it up. So not only is that frustrating as hell but it's also confusing and and really that's where the answer lies that's exactly what they want to do they want to confuse you right so they're going to have selective memory so when you mention a specific event they might say something like you know oh i can't remember and they'll say it like it's no big thing but at the same time they'll crucify you for forgetting a tiny detail about something else Um, and they're also going to discredit so They'll suggest to other people that you can't remember things correctly or you get confused easily or you make things up. And if this is in a work environment, that can threaten your career. So that's pretty serious. So now that you have this knowledge, I'm guessing that most of you can think back to when someone was or possibly still is gaslighting you. However, now you know what to look for to identify it and you know what to do to shut it down. If you're worried about someone who you think might be uh, getting gaslit, Forward this podcast to them. Help them understand what's going on. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you got something out of today's podcast. If you liked it, please rate and review. I'd love to hear how you've improved on the future Facebook webpage. Um, So feel free to jump on when I get it up and running. It'll, It'll be a private page so only members can see what's going on. You'll have to ask to join and I'll let you in straight away. Um, And I'll try and get that up in the next few weeks. So as always, try to imitate my blood type and be positive. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.